The Last Word with Matt Cooper. The new boss of Archie, Kevin Backhurst, has been very busy in addressing staff and also holding a press conference today. And of course, tomorrow we anticipate the arrival of Noel Kelly, the agent to Ryan Tuberty and to the RT broadcaster in front of the Public Accounts Committee in the morning and then in the afternoon, the Eructus Committee on the media, where they will be giving information, they say, as to their positions in relation to the controversies which have riveted over the last couple of weeks. Now, as I said at the start of the programme uh, somebody did say to me over the weekend did you not remember the time you had Ryan Tuberty on the programme talking about what it was like to have his pay in the public eye and his relationship with agent Noel Kelly this goes back to whoa, May 2010 it was the day of his last episode in the first season of presenting the Late Late Show and I asked him lots of things but I asked him in particular about his relationship to Noel Kelly which you'll hear in a second but first to the public interest in his salary i think that the the uh decision was made to publish the salaries and people pay license fee and therefore they are quite entitled to know where that money is going so but yeah how did you feel when it was all been played out for days and days in the paper will he won't he and you weren't on your own but yeah. will presenters take a pay cut how much of a pay cut will they take what value for money are they giving it's not comfortable at time but uh, I do I do understand where it was coming from so Look, you know, I ask awkward questions. I have awkward questions asked of me. Something else I wanted to ask you about. I noticed at the TV Now Awards the other night yeah. that um, when you were receiving, you won two awards. You won personality, favourite male personality yourself in the Late Late Show one. And I noticed that in one of your speeches, you thanked your agent. You described yourself yeah. as the pinky and described your agent, Nor Kelly, as the brain. Yeah. Why? Oh, he's he's a smart boy. Uh, he's he's He does the negotiating with, with bosses. He... The door's open. And, and You're a smart boy. Do you need somebody to manage your life yeah, like that? I think you? that when you're dealing with something like, um, you know, with, with uh, say, for example, with the RT, not so much machine, but you're dealing with, with, the, with the authority there that you're dealing with, um, I think it makes for much more pleasant relations if I can keep my relationship with these people on a very human and friendly level and then maybe somebody else can keep the relationship at one that is maybe a little more fraught. Because this seems to be a problem, is it, that RT presenters have it managed? See, I don't have a problem with uh, yeah, day, my, my, my beauty, uh, the beauty of my scenario is that I don't have a problem with uh, the management in RT because things are looked after. You get somebody else to do the arguing for you? I don't get anyone to do anything that doesn't need to be done. I get, uh, I get the, the job gets done, everyone's pleasant to each other, and no um, resentment. And I don't have resentment. I wonder how much resentment will be on display tomorrow uh, when they get in front of the Eructus Committees. Pinky and the brain is the way he described himself, his relationship there with Noel Kelly. Can't imagine that phrase being used tomorrow, Ian. I hope he doesn't call Noel Kelly a smart boy tomorrow as well. I think he's going to have to be very careful and measured in his answers. This is the biggest week for RTE since this scandal broke, what, two and a half weeks ago? Just over two and a half weeks ago now. That committee will obviously be centre of attention tomorrow, but today was a very important day in RTE, Matt. Kevin Backhurst, appointed Director General a few weeks ago, taking up the position today. He had one very important role today and that was to look and sound competent whereas RTE for the last couple of weeks have not looked and sound competent at all and Kevin Backhurst 
did that through his lengthy statement, through an interview on the News at One earlier today as well, and in that press conference outside RTE's headquarters with the media as well. Lots to take away from it, Matt. A lot of people will be focusing on the personalities who will not be part of Kevin Backhurst's future at RTE. Yesterday, we had that announcement in the evening time that Rory Coveney, the head of strategy in RTE, the brother of Enterprise Minister Simon Coveney, somebody very closely associated with the former Director General D. Forbes, and also with the now disastrous toy show, The Musical, which lost 2.2 million, he resigned. Kevin Backhurst announcing today that the executive committee of the RTE board, so all the senior managers, they are being stood down and new people are being brought into what he is calling the temporary interim leadership team. Some people that would have been familiar at the Oireachtas committees of the last couple of weeks won't be part of it. Geraldine O'Leary, the head of the commercial department in RTE, somebody who had only a minor role in the payments saga of Ryan Tuberty raising the invoices from the barter account to make those payments to RTE, but also associated with the other payments from the barter account on the spending for the advertising and sales staff to having jollies for the clients. She was going anyway in the next couple of weeks. She is now going immediately. Richard Collins, the chief financial officer, one of the key figures in RTE, who couldn't remember his own salary off the top of his head when questioned by the PAC a couple of weeks ago. He will not be on that interim temporary leadership committee. He is going to be helping the Oireachtas committees with their inquiries, and it's probably unlikely he will form part of the future plans of the RTE leadership team. And also somebody who won't be part of it, Matt, Jim Jennings, the head of content, effectively Ryan Tuberty's line manager in RTE. He has been off sick for the last couple of weeks. Kevin Backer said he has spoken to Jim Jennings and that he is open to having a conversation conversation with him when he is well enough again, but it's unlikely he will form part of that leadership team. Okay, a couple of things arise out of that that people want to know. Does this mean that if Rory Coveney has resigned and if Geraldine O'Leary has retired, that they will not be making future appearances in front of Oireachtas committees? It's unlikely. I would imagine that if the Public Accounts Committee called him to appear, they might want to do it because we do know the PAC has the powers of compelability. And we are seeing tomorrow Noah Kelly, who isn't an employee of RTE, turning up at the Oireachtas Committee. So I think perhaps it would be in their own best interest to turn up. But when it comes to the PAC, perhaps they have the powers of compelability and might want to use them. So from their own point of view, Perhaps they don't want to be involved in this scandal and this saga, but it might be best that if they did cooperate. And will they, if you resign or retire earlier, get compensation for doing so? Because people are wondering if the reason that others have been stood aside, do they remain on the full payroll with an RTE, even if they're no longer doing their jobs on this executive management committee? Kevin Backhurst was asked that question today in that interview with the News at One and he said that no payoffs were being made to staff who are departing. If you're entitled to statutory payments, if you're retiring or if you're taking a redundancy package, you would get them. But given that Geraldine O'Leary was going in what, just over a month's time, I don't think that'd be any major payouts. As to whether Rory Coveney is getting a huge salary or a huge payment to leave, I highly, highly unlikely in the current climate, Matt, that Orti are going to be making massive payouts. Okay, but there's a lot of issues that have arisen in relation to the number of days. As well, if the management has been reconstituted, what about the board? Is the board suddenly off the hook for its responsibilities and all of this? 
Oh, absolutely not, Matt. And we did have a separate statement this morning from Shuni Rally on behalf of the main RTE board talking about how it was an important day and that they are working with Kevin through all of these problems. You were writing about this yesterday, as was I in the Business Post and Shane Ross in the Sunday Independent saying that we really do need to have a look at what the board of RTE were doing and their performance and all of this. Yes, they turned up at last week's committee, the current chair, Shuni Rally, and her predecessor, Moya Doherty, saying, well, look, we could only rely on the information we were given by executives. We weren't able to ask, ask these questions because we believe we were deceived by other people. But as executive directors or non-executive directors and chairs of boards, you do have a responsibility to the company to ensure that you inform yourself of all the things that are relevant to actually be nosy, to be somebody who is intrusive. And I think they will also later on this week, when they all return to the Public Accounts Committee on Thursday, they will be asked some very probing questions because a lot of the committee members, if you speak to them privately, it is the lack of forthcoming of information from RTE that they're having to drag information out through hours of questioning from people who should have this information. And if they didn't, why did they not have this information? It is their role for which, while they're waiving their fees, they cannot waive their responsibilities. Okay, getting back to some of the things that Kevin Backhurst was having to address today. What about the financial position of RT on an ongoing basis? Because there have been reports that it is almost at the limit of what it can be allowed to borrow and presumably now there are going to be issues in relation to the future collection of advertising and sponsorship revenue and also fears that there may be non-payment of the licence fee. Where does that leave his financial position as he tries to restructure? Well, we haven't seen RTE's 2022 annual report, but we did have a story in the Sunday Independent yesterday by Hugh O'Connell that Dee Forbes, the former Director General, in May made a submission to the Department of Media seeking government funding to the tune of almost 35 million euro. Kevin Backhurst, when asked about this today, said that he wasn't looking for a bailout, but he was looking for interim funding. He didn't put a figure on it. But you have to think, Matt, the position of RTE has been vulnerable for the last number of years. It barely makes a profit. That last figure that we half more tea in 2021 was about two and a half million euro profit advertising revenue how many new sponsors are going to sign up in the middle of this controversy we know that center parks are ending their relationship with rt as a sponsor of the ryan tuberty radio show we know there's going to be pressure brought to bear on a lot of advertisers in the middle of all of this do they want to be seen to be engaging with rte funding from the license fee well they have said in rte that the big problem is the collection of the license fee there's a high level of evasion as is and we did have that report over the weekend about a judge and I think it was the district court in Dublin saying, how on earth are these people in front of me? Hundreds of people, should they be paying the license fee in the middle of a cost of living crisis? Bear in mind, it is your responsibility if you have a TV to pay your TV license. I don't think evasion is going to be the major thing for RTE. I think the problem will be the commercial revenues may struggle this year. The media industry is undergoing huge changes. Digital advertising is now the vast majority of where advertisers put their money these days. I would say that perhaps the government might not be in a mind to grant RTE any major funding for the long term, perhaps enough well, to keep it going through the rest of this year. But I'd say until they know the full extent of what's going on in RTE, until these reviews that are being undertaken, the forensic accounting review, the culture review, and also the Grant Thornton report that's being carried out for RTE, I don't think the government will be making any major commitments. 
Is there a deferred day of reckoning perhaps coming though for many people, unfortunate as it may be for them in RTE? Because it's clear that while all the concentration has been on the pay of the top 10 broadcasters, there are many managers whose pay would, if you had the top 10 employees and contractors in RTE, knock out many of those broadcasters and that of the top 100 the majority seem to be people who are not known to the public at all, who never appear on our TV screens or are heard on radio. No, and Kevin Backhurst did say in his email this morning that the top 10 employees of RTE who are paid salaries will be disclosed in the annual report. Currently, it's only the Director General's fee which is disclosed. Yes, you're right, Matt. RTE, for all the people in RTE whom we know say that they are understaffed and there's no resources, RTE has a complement, Matt, of 1,860 people. That is not a whole lot of a reduction over the years that D Forbes was in charge despite RTE announcing rounds of voluntary redundancy. It is an organisation where there are a lot of people in administration. There are a lot of people generally in RTE. And you look at that figure as to how many people are on salaries of over 100,000 throughout the organisation. It is a considerable number of people out there. And at a time when RTE is struggling, can these people justify salaries? Kevin Backhurst did say in his press conference today, my salary will be €250,000 plus a car allowance. Patrick Keelty, as we know, is being paid 250000 for the Late Late Show. That looks to now be the upper bounds of what presenters may be paid. But, and it was in that statement this morning that Kevin Backers is looking at RTE's terms and conditions. If I were an RTE staffer, I wouldn't be thinking I'm going to be getting a pay rise anytime soon. So yes, RTE is going to have to cut its cloth to measure. Could there be major drastic decisions taken by Kevin Backers? What about the sale of 2FM? That is something that could be on the table. If it, if it was worth buying. There's a final point I want to bring up, which is, oh, Ian, and it gets back to Ryan Tuberty, who appears tomorrow with Noel Kelly in front of the Oireachtas Committees, and we'll have full coverage on that tomorrow in the programme. But what is he being paid as a radio-only presenter now that he's gone from the Late Late Show? And indeed, what is he being paid that he's not presenting because he's been deliberately kept off air? And for how much longer? What are they going to do with him? Well, Kevin Backer says he doesn't know what Ryan Tuberty is being paid right now. We don't know. Perhaps Ryan Tuberty will volunteer this information tomorrow alongside an explanation as to why he didn't make make comments at the time when his publicly disclosed pay was lower than what he actually received. Could Ryan Tuberty get away with not telling us his salary tomorrow as to how much he's getting? I don't think that's viable for his future career in RTE or even in the Irish media. And you would also have to say, Matt, the issue of Ryan Tuberty's contracts, there are things we also need to know about, regardless of these top-up payments that came out of the barter account. What about what he was paid between 2017, 2018 and 2019, this €120,000, which Grant Horton are now looking at? Perhaps he could shed light as to whether this was a bonus payment at the end of his contract, whether it is money that he received, or it is money that is due, or it was money under an accounting treatment of his contract. We don't know these questions, and he's going to have to come up with answers to them. Thank you very much, Ian Guider. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-